0: everybody. Welcome to F-Tag Friday on Cosmic Soup. Yes, you heard me right. This is our brand new segment coming to you every so often on a Friday of our choosing where we discuss those pesky little federal regulations that can cause you and your community some major problems if they're not followed to the letter. And we figured who better to break down those nasty F-Tags into easily digestible bite-sized chunks than our own VP of Health Services, Randy Sater. Hey, Randy, welcome back to the show and thanks for hosting the new F-Tag Friday segments with
1: me oh thank you so much for having me today i'm excited to be here
0: well i'm excited for you to be here as well because you know what this is our first ever f tag friday and we'll be doing these every month or so and i'm looking forward to learning some new things and sharing those new things with the listeners and i know from everything that i have read and heard these f tags are just about the most exciting things in the world am i right
1: Oh, that is the truth. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, before we dig into the meat and potatoes of these amazing F-tags, since it's been a while since we've had you on, let's get a refresh. Tell the Cosmic Soup listeners a little bit about yourself and your background.
1: Absolutely, yes. Uh, I joined, uh, you know, our company here back in April uh, this year, and prior to that, I spent many, many years—more than I I want to remember—probably in um, in different senior living communities as uh, a registered dietitian first, and then I decided uh, that I wanted to pursue uh, a career in. Administration. So actually, I became a nursing home administrator and worked, uh, uh, again, over a decade in uh, different, in two different communities uh, as a nursing home administrator. Then uh, we decided to move to Texas from Washington State, and I worked briefly then as an ED executive director for Brookdale Assisted Living uh, before I I joined uh, Third Third and Third Plus.
0: Yeah. And uh, I I was really excited when you came on board because, um, you know, you and I had worked together in some capacity as, uh, you know, virtually as we were putting together menus and having some approvals. And you helped us out a lot with that to make sure that our stuff was was on track and that we were following all those nice little rules that we have to follow to make sure that uh, all of the nutritious elements are in place for our delicious food that we love to send out to the universe. Yes, uh,
1: that's right. And and that That was uh, very exciting for me because, uh, of course, uh, a dietitian always I will remain. So uh, I I got to, (laughs) yeah, just stay connected to to what I really enjoy doing too. So that was a fun time for sure.
0: Well, now it's a brand new time, a brand new, I guess, uh, um, time for the company. New things that we're we're engaging in, and some exciting new stuff on the horizon. But let's talk about. F tag. So um, now, when I think of F tag, to me, it sounds like a bad word, right? Like it's it's the F word. So um, I was not familiar with these up until recently um, because my, my roles that I have um, performed in have not have not really required me to dig into that that element of of uh, the business. But let's define for those out there that may be new to this: what is an F tag? What purpose do they serve?
1: Yes, uh, you know. I'm <laughs> F tag, it just stands for federal tag and it is, uh, it refers back to the code of federal regulation and this is very specific to skilled nursing communities and it's basically kind of a guide or requirements that they have to meet in order to stay then in compliance in terms of serving their residents, making sure that the residents are receiving the care and services that they're entitled to. So So, again, this is uh, something that the government has come up with to guide uh, communities in providing care for everyone in a safe manner.
0: Got it. So it's the man. The man is regulating this is uh, is what I'm hearing.
1: That's exactly Um, it.
0: And if I understand it correctly, there are approximately 357 million F tags that (laughs) uh, we all have to follow, but we're gonna focus on a narrowed down scope of that, that really kind of um, encompasses more or less the the culinary side of things, correct?
1: That is very true. We're gonna focus on food and nutrition services today. See, see guys, F tags
0: are exciting, (laughs) come on. uh, Well, what F tag are we gonna start with today?
1: So we're going to go all the way to the, uh, 800, uh, the 800s, basically. And under Food and Nutrition Services, we go from F800 through F814. Um, so today we're going to discuss uh, F800.
0: Nice. Yes. What is F800? Uh,
1: F800 uh, is the one that outlines how... Communities can provide um, diets that meet each individual resident's needs from pretty much every aspect.
0: Sounds fun and complicated.
1: Yes, (laughs) but actually it's not that complicated. It's just uh, they, again, have outlined, um, you know, just the basic requirements that we have to meet, which is, should be, right? It should be pretty common sense. Uh, but again, we have to put it in writing so we can make sure that all these areas are covered. And um, it, you know, F-800 just, it requires the communities, it says, it's, you know, all of these regulations are very specific and they they have very specific language. So let me just throw it out there. Uh, it just... It says that um, each community needs to provide each resident with a nourishing, palatable, well-balanced diet that meets the resident's daily nutritional nutritional needs and special dietary needs. And then at the same time, takes into consideration each resident's preference. So that's about it. That was a mouthful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um- what I'm hoping I heard out of that is give people healthy food that's delicious. And uh, the word palatable kind of makes me chuckle because, uh, you know, <laughs> having something that you need physiologically and having something that is delicious is uh, not necessarily the same thing. But uh, you and I have talked about this a million times and we'll go down this rabbit hole again another day. But I think this is an issue in in skilled nursing and, and in assisted living in a lot of places where food is put out there for requirements sake and not really, you know, uh, made to be culinarily amazing. So, but yes. for the sake of this F tag, we're just uh, talking specifically about compliance. So let's uh, go ahead and break that down a little further for us.
1: Absolutely. I mean, uh, and you you hit it, uh, you know, we have to, in these communities, not just focus on uh, what compliance is, but although that's super important, uh, we want to make sure that the food is, is eye appealing and attractive to the residents. And that also now um, there has been um, put a more focus on their choice. So before it was like, here you go, here's the food we have prepared for you. Now you just eat it. Now the choice is more on what we call um, resident centered care. And we want to make sure that they're very involved in the decision in regards to what they're eating on a daily basis if needed. So choice is key. And what the communities then have to do is honor those within reason. I mean, I know that you know, we all want to probably eat steak and lobster on a weekly basis, but not more often. But uh, we know that's not uh, reasonable. So we then go ahead and, and make those um accommodations within reason. So once a blue moon, of course, if there's a favorite food, we want to provide that. But we're not required to provide every little single thing that they want on a daily basis because we just don't have the manpower. We don't have the budgets to accommodate that. But again, let's work with the residents to make sure that they get what what they need and what they would like within reason. And then at the same time, let's focus is on um, the food looking great and tasting great and being of of a higher quality.
0: And I want to bring up something as well, because, uh, you know, as a dietitian, one of the things that I know that you've seen is those cases where, for instance, uh, maybe there's mechanical diets involved or textured diets or some of the more... Um, a technically skilled, you know, diets that, that some folks uh, are eating. And just because it is a modified diet doesn't necessarily mean that it can't still look good and taste good. And do you find that there's a lot of people that just decide, well, this is an altered diet anyway, so I don't have to put forth those same efforts?
1: Yeah, you know, I totally agree. That's very common. And I've seen that in so many communities in so many situations. And I think it's so sad, because uh, I think we, when we're sick, and we need something that's modified like that, it we should go to the, you know, the extent of, of providing even a better looking quality food than when it's mechanically altered. Because uh, probably their appetite is is not as good as it used to be anyway to begin with. So let's do better at presenting these mechanically altered diets that uh, that are more attractive and and more eye appealing. So I totally agree with you that is, you know, that is key.
0: When when we get into the minutia of kind of interpreting some of these F tags and how how they're regulated, it's very difficult to sometimes gauge where a requirement comes into play versus where an opinion comes into play. So for instance, what is palatable? What is eye appealing? How do we regulate that?
1: You know, that is, uh, you know, that is, that is a great question. Uh, And how we regulate that or how we find that out is when um, surveyors, inspectors come in on an annual or more frequent basis to these communities, they will interview residents and ask them, How do you feel about the food? How is the quality and from your perspective? So a a lot of times it is individual, but they will look at then, okay, globally, what is the impression we're getting from these residents and are the communities listening to them and trying to then make changes to, to meet what they're requesting or, or what needs to be presented, um, you know, better and, and so on. So So that's how they define it. Um, There's not like a a true guideline, black on white, on how to do that. But again, uh, what looks good to you and me is gonna look good to the residents too.
0: Mm -hmm. So what would be an example of a violation of uh, F800 if you can think of one off the top of your head?
1: Yeah, it would be that, uh, for example, There's a resident who um, would like a fruit cup for breakfast every day because that's what they're used to and that's what they would like. And um, they have requested it. And it's let's say it's on their meal ticket and they consistently are not getting it. Um, that is a violation uh, that would probably be cited by a surveyor, unfortunately, because we're not honoring the resident uh, residents' request. And then also, if uh, again, if there's, let's say that they come in and interview ten residents, they all say um, that oh, the food just does not look good. It just looks like it's just they don't put any pride in the presentation of the food and the rest and then the surveyor will observe some meals and and also then have the same impression that can also be a citation at that time
0: and so. what does a citation involve is this like a monetary fine is this just simply like a hey get your s together kind of a thing or <laughs> uh, you know what what is the ramifications of getting an f tag citation
1: It means it could be mild to severe. So let's say that it's widespread and everybody is saying the same thing that, oh my God, the the dining services department, they just don't listen to us whatsoever. And they're serving food that is just not appealing at all, all the time. That can be a pretty severe. A citation with a monetary fine. But let's say it's just um, the one resident with the fruit cup who's not consistently getting it It uh, could be a milder citation. Then it can just be a slap on the hand kind of a thing. Um, so just it just depends on the level of severity. And also if something is not, uh, it, it's causing residents to lose weight because they don't want to eat the food because it doesn't look good. It doesn't taste good. Uh, it, that is a very severe uh, violation and again then that can cause the community to be fined very very extensively and it can be under even monitoring by the the state that they're in for a length of time until you know the survey agency feels that they're back in that compliance yeah
0: yeah and you know that's a that's the thing i think a lot of people don't think about is it's not just a matter of you know oh, I don't want to follow this code or follow that code or meet this person's request. In the skilled nursing arena specifically, people eating or not eating their food has an immediate response on their bodies. And if they suffer nutritionally for it, that's a, a very big deal.
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely so that's why it's so important to listen to the residents listen to family members who can give you a history of what they used to eat and what they enjoy and what they love because then it's kind of like you know it's easier right but if if you just know their background and you communicate um then um you can you can serve the food that they enjoy but also you you can also then help improve your food quality if you're getting a lot of feedback that um, it's not up to par.
0: Yeah, awesome. What else do yeah. we need to know about F tag F eight hundred?
1: Well, just a last little tidbit, uh, what we recommend, um, what I would personally recommend, and this is what I I also used to do in community, is make sure that you hold monthly meetings, that you document conversations, and, uh, you know, that you you just provide an opportunity for feedback from residents. Yes, it's not supposed to be uh, a a venue where you come in, just complain, 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 but it also gives you an opportunity to, to uh, take information about what they would like to see on the menu. Um, what do they enjoy? Um, can we make some changes here? So, so you kind of work as a team with your residents to make sure you, you serve, you, you actually have a great dining services program with excellent food.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you, Randy, for breaking us in on the first (laughs) ever uh, F-Tag Friday. I'd say that was uh, pretty painless. We're going to keep these quick and to the point, guys, so that we don't bore you to tears. But this is important information, and we want to make sure that we get it delivered to you in a fun and uh, in a different fashion. So make sure to join us again on our next episode of F-Tag Friday. It's going to be awesome. Randy, thank you so much again, and we'll talk to you very soon.
1: Thank you so much, too.
0: And thanks, as always, to all of you out there in radio and podcast land for hanging out with us and for making this show such a blast to do. But wait, there's more. Mark your calendars because if you act now, you can have the rest of these F-Tag episodes and all the other amazing Cosmic Soup content absolutely free, delivered to your favorite streaming platform as soon as they hit the airwaves. Just hit that subscribe button and you're all set. No need to thank us, just doing our job. So until the next time, have fun, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon on Cosmic Soup.